Welcome to Your Elevated Life Podcast, Season 1, Episode 3. I am Noelle. And I am Jen. And we are excited you're back. Of course you're back, because you know what? These these episodes are riveting, aren't they? It's going to be a <laughs> juicy season. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, were, we want to just kind of stress that our goal, our objective is for you to really feel elevated when you're listening to these episodes, just like inspired, uh, happy, excited, joyful, joyful. laughing. We want you laughing. Yeah. We want to, we want to bring, you know, or maybe even inspired or just like maybe something triggers like, you know, creativity, whatever it is, because that's the goal. The goal is to just, you feel a little better after you listen to the episode. So better and lighter, lighter. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So let us um, amateur comedians keep you laughing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, at least we think we are. That's just the, that's all that matters. So uh, we're going to get into this topic today, which is one of my favorites, which is visualization equals manifestation. And I know Jen feels the same way. I, I actually used to write that in my notebook in high school. Okay. I literally used to write visualization equals manifestation everywhere. Like, that's incredible that you knew that it was called that because I always did it, but I didn't know there was a word for it. I just thought it was something I did. Yeah, I didn't really even know what it, I think I wrote it because I didn't actually have a download. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't a full understanding at all at that time, but I was aware from childhood that when I wrote certain things down, they happened. Yeah. Or that if I thought about them or or saw them that they would happen, or if I made my mind up, they would happen. Things I was very aware at that time, I had the ability to make some things happen, but I wasn't fully aware of what it really meant or how it worked. Uh, Well, do we ever really know how it works? I don't know, but you know, (laughs) so for this episode, we're going to share two different stories on how we have visualized things into manifestations. And we all, by the way, everybody does this, even if you're not fully aware that you do it, you're doing it. And I also want to preface this by saying, when we talk about manifestation, there's absolutely nothing for you to learn, get better at, perfect, or um, learn how to do. I say this all the time because you are a perfect manifestation and you are always manifesting uh 24 7 subconsciously what we talk about when we're saying manifestation is consciously creating something that you really want to see in your reality that's what we're referring to we're not referring to oh you need to learn how to manifest no nobody needs to learn that we actually just need to learn how to manage our energy and become more aware of our, our energy. And that's yes. what that's what Jen and I are referring to. So I just wanted to like preface that. Um, so, and, and with that being said, I think I'm going to start with a story, which for me is uh, funny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> again, it's funny for me. Maybe it'll f- be funny for you as well, hopefully. But I'm actually living in a place right now not for much longer, but for now, for the last few years, that was at one time a place that I wanted to move into many years ago. And it's a beautiful place. I live on the water, uh, on the intercoastal in Florida, so I can watch all the boats go by from my windows. Um, My backyard is the water, so I've got beautiful, beautiful view of the water. And 
it's just you it's, do it's really gorgeous out there yeah they're so peaceful yeah there's yachts going by there's it's just extraordinary so anyway uh i visualized this place years ago because when this place where i'm living was being built they had a grand opening and i remember at the time my daughter was so little and i got invited to the grand opening by a friend of mine sal the artist you know sal yes and they had this grand opening at the clubhouse here in this development which is at the time at the time this was built it was the nicest newest development on the intercoastal because there's very little land on the intercoastal to build anything here in florida at least in our area south florida so this was a brand new development it was a big deal and everybody wanted to go to this opening everybody was talking about Oh, gosh, you should see these places. They're just beautiful. They're right on the water. The clubhouse that they built is a two-story clubhouse overlooking the intercoastal with a massive pool, gym. And the two-story clubhouse, meaning they had, like, so many rooms for entertaining. It's like a mansion on the water. It's like a mansion it's on a the mansion water. clubhouse. It's like yeah. TV Cribs. Yeah. But two stories. <laughs> yeah. And just really, really beautiful. So, yeah. So, at the time... Um, you know, we, when I, I remember the opening and it was like, they were, there was music, they were, it was a big opening, grand opening party. And I remember showing up going, wow. Now at the time I did live on the intercoastal also. In fact, I lived down the street from where I live now with my baby daughter at the time. And we also lived on the intercoastal. We had a view of the water. It was a beautiful apartment, but nothing like nothing like this. This was like way nicer, way newer. But we did. I did have a nice place for what I had at the time, and we had a beautiful balcony overlooking the intercoastal. I mean, and a beautiful community with a pool on the water. It was nice. Uh, but this place was just like wow. And I remember this unit was the. Uh, you know, the show unit, what do they call it? The, um, what are they? The model. The the model. model. It was the model unit. And everybody at the opening party was allowed to be taken through the model unit. The model unit is the nicest unit. They always use the nicest unit in the complex as a model. So the model that we walked into was a beautiful three bedroom, a beautiful place. I mean, just overlooking the water, uh, the end unit. So it had all the windows on the end etc. And I remember walking in and the newest of everything at the time, right? The newest appliances and fixtures. And I just remember walking in and going, wow, this place is beautiful, stunning, gorgeous. I want, I would love to live here one day. I turned to Sal, my friend. I go, I want, I'm going to be living here one day. Uh, This is where I want to live. This is what I visualized for my, for where I'm going to live. He's like, okay, well, good job. Uh, yeah, he kind of laughed at me like, okay, yeah. Uh-huh. You're, you're going to, and at the time they were condominiums. So you, you could, you could only buy um, in, you couldn't, I don't think you could uh, rent or I might have it reversed. It doesn't matter. They were, maybe they were rentals and they turned condo, whatever. It was out of my budget at the time, not something I could do, but I was just so blown away. I was like, I'm going to live here one day. And I just couldn't get it out of my mind. And I remember leaving that grand opening party and thinking that's where I want to live. That's the, that's the view I want. And 
the difference between where I was living and where this place is, is this place has a backyard. So you walk out its first floor and you walk out into the backyard and then bam, you can, you're right on the water just a few feet away. Whereas the place I was living, it was an apartment building. I was on the third floor and it was a balcony. It was very different. I'm not complaining, but it was just different. And this was much more of what I saw for myself, just as far as how nice it was. Now, I would never know that now this is the exact place I live. Not only is this the exact unit that I had walked into that day years before, but this is the exact, I mean, I'm living in the exact place that I said out loud, I'm going to live there one day. I said out loud, this is so beautiful. I want to, this is the view I want for myself. And many, many years later, a whole family later, uh, you know, the ending of a relationship later, I ended up at this exact spot. So anyway, I, I just love this story because I actually had forgotten when I moved in here. And when I saw that this was available, when I was moving a few years ago, I saw this unit available. I had forgotten that whole story that I, oh my gosh, this was the exact unit that I visualized myself living in, that I wanted to live in, and that I had told my friend, I'm going to live there one day. You were like, this is deja vu, but it's reality now. <laughs> yeah, and it took me a while. It was actually after I signed the lease and I moved in and I realized this is, the ex- this is the model. This is the exact, exact, exact one, not even a different one. And by the way, this is the unit that I, I'd say once a week, people come by and ask me if it's for sale, can they, because it's still the nicest unit in the entire complex. And people always say, you have the best unit. You're so lucky and all these things. So anyway, uh, I just thought I would share that because that is an example of visualization equals manifestation. And, but, and this is just one of hundreds and hundreds of stories I personally have. And I know Jen has, and, um, yeah, so pretty crazy, right? Oh yeah. And the thing is, it's like, that's how powerful our mind, our energy, our own energy and getting into alignment with things like that. Even sometimes we don't even like, you just made a decision like, oh, I'm going to live here one day. I want that view. And then you, and you put it aside and this is the other thing. So there will people who will say, well, I visualized, I, you know, I was doing all the things and we're like, no, the strongest vibration that you are offering forth is what you're going to get. Now, if you would have probably been going, oh, I just want to live there so bad and went on and on and on and on and on about it, you would have got the opposite result. But because you visualize yourself there, right? And our job is not to figure out the how. You put, you just put it aside and went about doing your, uh, what you were doing in life and it came to you. Yeah. Many lined up with you. Yeah. Many years later. In fact, I've always had somewhat of an obsession with living on the water. And when I was married, I used to always want to live on the water, not near the water, by the water, not even in a waterfront community, which we always lived in a waterfront community, basically. Mm -hmm. But I wanted to live, I wanted to see the water from my windows. That was always kind of my thing. Yeah. Uh, Like, okay, you live in a beautiful, like you can walk to the water, you can, you're a a half a block from the water, et cetera. No, I want to see the water. I want to Another thing that we both are identical on because that's what I want to. I'm just taking a little longer to get there. (laughs) And it doesn't, it's just, um, and now my vision is ocean, right? Like, so I've been on the intercoastal and my next place is ocean, ocean view. So like, that's just, these are these little, and those, by the way, that's been my vision for a long time as well. Now the ocean, um, so, yeah, I'm saying it out loud now. It will be. We're declaring it now. We will both <laughs> live on oceanfront property. Yes, ocean. Um, ocean on front. every coast. 
<laughs> and clean on every coast. coast. <laughs> yes. So oh that's it. Yeah, that's my that's one of my stories. And I can't wait to hear yours next. Well, yeah. And so mine is like even more like business and tangible and things like that, because I literally just trained on this the other night. So it just reminded me like, oh, my gosh, like, so I will say, you know, in in, in one of my companies, we have incentive trips that we can earn or whatnot. So I remember seeing the qualifications and thinking like, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, me, I'm not going to get all of that. Like, ugh, I'm not even going to try because, like, it looks too hard. That's what I said. And then I was like, wait, stop. Like, this is one of your favorite places to go. Like, why would you not want to go and let someone else pay for it? Like, duh, you can do this. So me, knowing how powerful visualization is, and it's one of my jams, I was like, okay, I'm throwing out the numbers. I'm throwing out really the how because, it's again, it's not our job to figure out how. Our job is just to get in alignment with what we're desiring. So for me, I created a visualization about where I, where I was going, where I saw myself. I was going to be in the Bahamas. I was going to smell the Bahamas. My feet were in the sand. The sun was on my face. What was I packing? What restaurants were I going to go? I visualized my entire Bahamian trip as if I was already there. My room that I got, my balcony, how I woke up and saw the water every morning, how I heard the waves crashing. Like I felt the sand on my skin, the sun on my skin, all of the like amazing things I was going to do while I was there. And I'm telling you, I, I, every time I would look at the numbers, I'd be like, Ooh, this is a long shot. Okay. And then I would say, nope, pull your mind back off of that and get back into visualizing yourself there and the experience of it as though it's already happened. And when I got the notification that I qualified, I was like, what? I was still a little shocked, but I was like, okay, hello, but you've been visualizing this for this whole, you know, this whole period, this whole qualifying period. Of course you're going, of course you're going. And that's the real true power of, Actually, the things that you want to desire, imagine feeling them as though they've already happened, and then also releasing that, releasing the how, and continuing about your way, but like, you know, holding that in your frequency and your vibration of like, oh, I'm so excited while I'm doing that, or when I'm doing that, and it's going to be so much fun, and just the journey to the destination is so much fun, too. And I just think it's such a powerful tool. And I know you and I both definitely uh, utilize it often, probably daily in our lives. And um, yeah, living in the end. Yeah. And I think sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard for people to kind of wrap their head around. But like, if you can just simplify it for you, and how whatever works best for you, um, it can be a really powerful tool for you to use to get the things around you that you just want to experience. Yeah, it's interesting too um we get caught up on a destination and a goal Mm. and what will happen is we miss all the in between Mm, yes we we don't we don't appreciate the in between moments of which of course is where our life is happening because our life isn't happening at these endpoints it's happening in the in between on the way yes and so it's important to remember that for yourself so like one of what you're saying is 100% true. First of all, I want to ask you, how long did it take you between 
you know, visualizing it, catching yourself and going, it seemed impossible. This has happened for both of us really probably a thousand times over where I had an idea in my mind, which made no sense. It wasn't logical. There was no evidence it could even happen. Mm -hmm. It seemed impossible. And yet here we go. It happened. You right. did it. You, it, it manifested, et cetera. So how long did it take you from visualizing it to actually realizing it, it happened? Well, I'll say that when it, like I said, when I first heard about it, I, I was like, eh, I'm not even going to go for it. And then I was like, wait a minute, this is not you. Of course you're going to go for it. But like, you're going to have to shift that girlfriend because you, you obviously cannot line up with something you desire if you're believing it cannot happen. Right. So, um, I would say, you know, the, like I said, the first month that I heard it, I was like, I'm not even going to try for it. But then I was like, wait a minute, because it started because in the back of my heart, I was like, oh, but it's Bahamas. It's like my favorite place to go. Of course I want to go there. And I'm like, well, I'll just go anyway. Like I always just say that, like, I'll just go anyway. I'm going to be there anyway. I'm going to go no matter what. I just didn't know how I was going to go on someone else's dime. <laughs> I thought I would maybe have to pay for it myself. Uh, which I was also like, I'm cool with, which I think kind of alleviated that resistance yeah. of the how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was like, good. well, I'm going to go no matter what. Mm -hmm. But wouldn't it be cool if someone else paid for it, like my company? And so little by, like, I would start seeing evidence that maybe it was possible because I kind of let go of the how. I just knew I was going to be there one way or another. And then once I started seeing a little bit of the evidence, because like some of the qualifications were starting to be met, I was like, oh, wait a minute. I can do this. Of course I can do this. And I just knew each day I had to practice my visualization of imagining, you know, feeling myself there and experiencing all of it as if though it already happened. And then it did. And then I was there. And now How long did that take, though? I would, well, the whole qualification period was for five months. But like I said, mm -hmm. in the beginning, I was not even trying because I didn't think I could do it, which was like silly me. Um, but how, how often do we tell ourselves like, oh, I can't have that. Right. But then you're like, wait, no, maybe. Yes, I can have that. If I if I if I if I get in alignment with have that frequency of that. Yes, I can have it. So um, once I shifted that and then once I was like, I'm going no matter what, and I like, if it happens this way, that's going to be so cool. And if I have to pay to go, that's going to be cool too. But letting go of that resistance was what really like started the momentum of like, boom, okay, check mark, qualified, qualified, qualified. And then when I actually got the full, like full qualified, like you're going, I was like, wow, all I had to do was line up with the experience and feel the experience and then it took me on the path to actually experience it so that's a, that's really um powerful because when see that's the thing about what we learn is that it's about lining up not worrying about how a lot of people like to think they're controlling the process and that's when they actually miss the journey mm. um that's when you you get caught up in this end point destination so when you just well and you can almost repel yeah. And you that's the other thing, which you're it's all, I like to give the analogy of like, you know how, like when you're a feather is flying through the air and you keep trying to grab it and catch it and it keeps eluding you. But if you just sit still, the, the feather may actually land on you because you're in a calm receiving 
frequency that the feather will probably land somewhere on you, like wherever. But when 100%. you're jumping and grabbing for the feather, you're almost you're almost repelling what you're trying to attract because you're doing it in a in a frequency of like desperation or you know trying I'm trying so hard yeah that's actually the frequency you're emitting you're trying so hard well that's what you're getting back well that's that's exactly it yeah that that's why we when we we chase something where we're actually repelling it yeah so it's just a knowing oh yeah it's already mine Mm. I have to let go of the in-between and the rest and then just enjoy the ride and Enjoying the ride is really difficult for people when they feel like they don't have what they want. And I can totally relate to that personally. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time in the past, you know, getting stuck on what I want and not, and the fact that I don't have it yet mm-hmm. and letting that ruin my moments. Right. So I really had to retrain myself and learn how to really enjoy the moments and not let go of the desk the destination because the destination always shows up eventually eventually and yeah 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 and also like you said not you know not beating up on yourself and not being too hard on yourself because this is all a practice we are all practicing you know these things and yes it's like strengthening a muscle right the muscle memory like when you get in the habit of practicing this more you're going to see way more things manifesting around you and sometimes we can even noelle and i can like have a day well we were like damn why is this day going to hell in a handbasket well we didn't do our we weren't practicing you know our tools and utilizing our tools so no one is like a pro at this some people people are just really getting a good consistency of utilizing their tools and just knowing that it's a practice and so you don't beat yourself up like oh like why is this not happening right now because again that's also going to push it further away from you remember we want to we want to feel pulled to things and we want to be allowing and receiving of the things that are coming to us. Well, so Jen, let's talk about for a second. It's just like um, not getting what you want in your timing. And yet in 2020 hindsight, it's always perfect timing. Like for me specifically, I have wanted things in the past where I would have sworn to you up and down. I wrote, I wanted, I wanted, I wanted, I can't wait. I'm excited. And a few years later when it didn't happen yet or at all, me not even wanting it anymore. Right. Because like that happens too. Or, or the thing, the thing or, you think you want, you yeah. maybe you don't even want it. You don't even, and then you think, Oh, thank goodness that didn't happen. Cause I right. thought you wanted it, but yeah. It's kind of like that saying, thank, you know, thank goodness for unanswered prayers. But like, because you think, oh, the, some of the things you wanted were kind of crazy. And you're like, oh, yeah. thank God that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. But, or, like, sometimes, you know, you could get something too soon and you you are not ready. Where you you don't appreciate to it. You hold on to it. You haven't, you haven't, I don't want to say grown enough, but maybe expand enough, whatever it is. But you, you don't have the container to hold on to it. And then yeah. you're gonna, it's going to slip through your fingers. Versus you being really ready for it and then really getting to relish in the having of it because you've, you've, you've gone along on the journey and the journey has changed you and the journey has expanded you. And you're now in like, oh, wow, you can really appreciate holding this thing that you desired. But whereas you might not have even appreciated it if you got it now. 
oh, when so you thought true. you wanted it. So true. And yeah. that's a great example. And with that, you know, I want to say that like the, everybody has the ability to visualize into existence, whatever it is they want that you want for yourself. Uh, this is without a doubt true. I've actually had clients uh, that have manifested from visualization, from writing down, from speaking into, into existence, from using different techniques, um, sometimes within 24 hours. And I'm talking things that seem impossible. Like I've had people manifest things that in the moment seem like a fantasy. Like, like for example, if you said to somebody, I want to own an 800 foot yacht, oh, doesn't exist. I want to own a 300 foot yacht. <laughs> and, um, and you're sitting, you know, in your house in, you know, no extraordinary amounts of money in the bank or anything. And in reality, that would just seem absolutely insane, like a total, but I have literally seen people with, with, with wants or dreams that sound that crazy within 24, 48 hours, even a week manifest exactly what that crazy, crazy, crazy idea was. And it's, it, they come up, these things come about very often in just the, the strangest ways. So yeah. I would, I would just say, pay attention to the redirections and the signs, because we're often, when we get redirected, we think we're getting off course, but very often we're getting, we're being redirected on course. Yes. And be It'll, open. Yes. Stay open. Stay open to what, you know, that's another important thing is like, I'm open to receiving and not thinking you know how it's going to play out. Just being open to it's your job. Like again, reminding yourself, my job is not the how. My job is the desire, the alignment, the action that I take along the way, the experience I have along the way, and the faith. And the faith. Oh, a hundred percent. Just like yeah. I always told you, you know, I am always exactly where I'm supposed to be at all times. Even though sometimes I'm standing go there going what the hell is happening? I'm exactly supposed to be here because for whatever reason, and I, I have complete faith in that. And because of that, I think it's why I can kind of let go and go, okay, I'm open. Where are we going? What's happening? Okay, let's just do it. Yeah. And you're good. Like you're great like that. I, you know, it's, it's so great. You, you really do life becomes so much more enjoyable and free and fun and experiential when we let go of the bot, the chains that bind us and those chains begin and end in the mind, uh, for sure. But when we can let go of these chains and just stay open, uh, to the possibilities and the redirections and the signs and the messaging and the subtleties of our day, that's when miracles happen. Really? Mm, yes. Miracles. For sure. Well, with that, we want to, we're going to sign off. We want, we want you to um, hopefully share, review, uh, leave us a message. Let us know what you think of this episode. We're on all the platforms and you can reach Jen and I at the links that are on the show notes, wherever you're listening to this and come and say hi to us. And uh, we can't wait to, for the next episode. We hope you're enjoying. Absolutely. Let us know if you've visualized anything recently in your life. We'd love to hear about it. And we love you. Thanks yes. We want to hear your stories. That's great, Jen. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. We want to hear your stories. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, onward and upward. And until next time. Bye-bye for now. Bye.